Welcome to the Relatable Finance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joseph Carl and Shane Phillips. Welcome to today's episode of Relatable Finance. It's that time again, the time to discuss the midterm elections that are coming up later this year. And I'm not sure if it's just me, Shane, if I'm getting older or it's just the environment we're in, but it just seems like politics never go away. You know what, Joe? I couldn't agree more, and I've definitely noticed that. It could be the environment, as you mentioned. It could be the current times and the fact that the media cycle following the presidential and midterms elections have just lengthened. But it does make sense as it is a topic that greatly affects many things, so I understand. Another thing is, historically speaking, leading up to elections has also created some market uncertainty, as uncertainty is one thing the market does not appreciate. So let's set the stage here, and before we begin, let us remind you that our intent here isn't to sway you one way or another politically, but rather inform you of what's at stake, what are the implications, and how that may impact the economy and or markets. The midterm elections will take place on November 8th, and all 435 seats in the House of Representatives will be contested, and 35 of the 100 seats in the Senate will be up for grabs. So, as you might recall, the Democrats have the narrowest of margins in Congress at the moment, with the lead in the House and the Senate split down the middle, with both sides having 50 seats each. As a reminder, this was the result of a special scenario as a special election was required in January of 2021, which is required if the winning candidate does not win at least 50% of the votes in the general election. Democratic candidates won both of those special runoff elections, which produced the 50-50 tie. And as we now know, in this scenario, the vice president is a tiebreaker. And as we all know, the vice president is currently a Democrat. Given this narrow margin, Democrats have very little wiggle room if they want to maintain control. And here we turn to the current environment. Typically, it is common for the president's party to lose a couple of seats in the midterm election. Since World War II, the president's party has lost an average of 26 seats in the House and four seats in the Senate. Another thing that plays a significant role is the economy. So historically speaking, some key items affect how popular the incumbent party may be for future elections. Some of those things that bode well for the incumbents is a strong economy, stable gas prices, a strong stock market, and low inflation. And given the current environment and many of the things we have had podcasts on recently, this will likely create some additional headwinds for Democrats heading into the midterm. So what about the stock market? Looking historically, the stock market does tend to be volatile in the first half of the midterm election year, but tends to end the year strong and also perform well in the following 12 months. So to put this into perspectives and put some numbers behind this, if we look at the 12-month period from October 31st through October 31st, every year for the S&P 500, the average return since 1962 is 8.1%. And we looked at that time period because that would be leading up to November elections. If we look at that same time frame, again, October through October, but only in midterm election years, the returns leading up to the midterms is a measly 0.3%, much, much lower. And as I mentioned before, leading up to elections usually causes some additional uncertainty, and that is likely reflected in that lower return number historically. However, if we look at the 12 months following a midterm election year, starting November 1st, the average return is 16.3% per year, which is a very strong recovery. A couple of other items to keep in mind here that are certainly going to impact the race. First, 
Congress is becoming more racially diverse. If you compare the amount of Hispanic, African American, Asian American, and Native American representatives in Congress, that number has doubled since the 107th Congress, which started in 2001. Women are also starting to play a much bigger role and now make up more than a quarter of Congress. And this number has grown in recent decades and is likely to continue to do so this year as well. We are also likely to see younger and younger candidates. Currently, the baby boomer generation accounts for the largest representation, followed by Gen X, which are those born between 1965 and 1980. But the millennial generation is growing in momentum, and we also just had our first Gen Z candidate win in the state of Florida near Orlando. Gen Zs are those born after the year 2000. So what are we likely to see? That's a difficult question to answer, as we've seen in recent years, not only here in the United States, but also abroad in events such as Brexit, that predicting elections can be difficult. But data suggests that Democrats have at a minimum been gaining momentum after the Roe v. Wade abortion ruling. So it's likely to be a much closer race than was expected a few months ago. And the results of this election will certainly have implications. Should Republicans be able to win either the House or Senate, they will be in a strong position to block the future Biden agenda. So just to recap here, we are heading into the midterm elections which are set to take place, and the results will have implications of the policy that comes out of Washington. It's typical that the president's party loses a fair amount of seats in the midterms in high inflation, high gas prices, a volatile stock market, and geopolitical events such as the war between Russia and Ukraine typically make that even more difficult. With that being said, it appears that the races have narrowed particularly since the Supreme Court's ruling on abortion. Markets tend to underperform leading up to the midterms, but outperform following once we have more clarity on the policy going forward. And one final note, there's not really a discernible difference in returns for the market depending upon who's in office, meaning Republicans or Democrats. But believe it or not, the best returns do tend to come from a split government, which means both parties control at least one side of Congress. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Relatable Finance. As always, this episode is brought to you by Provenance Wealth Advisors, a financial planning and wealth management firm located here in sunny South Florida. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us at podcast at provwealth.com and check out our website at relatablefinancepodcast.com. Provenance Wealth Advisors is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Provenance Wealth Advisors and Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Any opinions are those of Relatable Finance Podcast and PWA and not necessarily those of Raymond James. The information contained in this report does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. There is no assurance that any of the trends mentioned will continue or forecasts will occur. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but Raymond James does not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision and does not constitute a recommendation. Investment involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. Diversification and asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against a loss. Investing involves risk and investors may incur a profit or loss. Raymond James does not provide tax or legal services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed and investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Any examples given in the podcast are for illustration purposes only. 
actual investor results will vary.